Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Welcome back to the Tony Michaels Podcast from our New Year's break. It is Tuesday, January 3rd, and Kevin McCarthy still does not have 218 votes. This is going to go well past the first ballot. There's no question. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is the loser leader of the loser party. They're a fraud party, to be frank. The party of fraud. Listen. Everyone is wondering why this morning. All the great media pundits out there are wondering why this morning Kevin McCarthy doesn't have the votes. There's one person that is responsible for this. Only one that is responsible for what is going, what we are going to watch happen live today on the floor of the House of Representatives. Only one. Donald J. Trump. That is who is responsible for this. Frankly, he is the engineer of what is going to happen, of the chaos that is going to happen today. It is my belief that Donald Trump is causing all this division intentionally. He's getting Marjorie Taylor Greene to support Kevin McCarthy. He's getting Biggs and Boebert to go, and Gats to go against McCarthy. He needs someone to blame. I don't know if you've paid attention to his fraud social account over the last 24 hours. You probably haven't. But Grandpa Poopy Pants, the Cheeto Dust QAnoner, is still talking about how it's not his fault in the 2022 midterms. Well, if they're voting for a speaker for the majority of the House today, wouldn't you consider that a win? It's not a win for them. The reason why is because, number one, they do not know how to govern. They don't know how to do it. Number two, they have no real leaders. They're not policymakers. They are chaos makers. That is what they do. Democrats elect policymakers. Some chaos members. Republicans have nada, zero, zilch. Policymakers, they are all, all of them, every last fucking one of them. If yours and are next to your name, you are a fraud and a chaos maker. That is what you are. You are part of the America First Nazi Party, and you will and sh- will not and cannot do anything but lose. And we should be here for it. This morning, you should be cheering. For democracy, you are watching the the political party that wants to tear down our democracy not be able to function inside of it. 
The scene this morning at the Capitol, some people are going to say, oh, this is bad for our democracy. This is bad for our country. No, it is not. It is not bad for our country. It is not bad for our democracy to watch the one party who wants to tear it down, who wants to get rid of it, not be able to operate inside of it. They keep doing interviews of constituents in New York's third that voted for George Santos. And they're completely disappointed that they were duped and and defrauded of their vote. It's not just you in New York's third. It's in every fucking district that voted for Republicans. They're all frauds. George Santos just is an amateur at being a fucking liar. Normal Republicans, Ted Cruz, Jim Jordan, Donald Trump, Matt Gatz, Lauren Boebert, Dan Crenshaw, Andy Biggs, Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell. The list goes on and on. They're professionals. George Santos, you're an amateur. That's the difference. You haven't you made it to the big leagues without having the talent, my friend. You're just not that great at hiding your lies and stacking your lies on top of each other. You're just not that good at it. Other Republicans are much better. But today, today we get to see right out in the open how inept, how disorganized, how ununited the Republican Party really is. And again, it's one person at the heart of this. Only one that is responsible for what is going to happen on the House floor today. Donald Trump. Why do you think he backed Kevin McCarthy? He backed Kevin McCarthy. So if Kevin McCarthy gets to 218 or receives enough votes to become speaker, either way, depending on if people vote present or not, depending on how many ballots we go to, he picked him so he could say, I picked the winner. And if Kevin McCarthy doesn't get the votes today, Donald Trump isn't going to blame it on himself. He's going to blame it on Kevin McCarthy, just like he's blaming the midterms on pro-life Republicans now. That was his that was his fucking delusional, deranged rant over the weekend that somehow it was the pro-life Republicans that lost them the 2022 midterms. No, it is your entire party. And it is you as the leader of the party that that made it to where there was no red wave because this country doesn't fucking like you. We don't want authoritarianism. We don't want it. You can fuck off with that shit. And you can gerrymander districts all you want to try to win a four-seat majority in the House. But now Kevin McCarthy is reliant reliant upon George Santos, the most obvious fucking fraud that's ever (laughs) been sworn into Congress. He's going to swear him in just so he'll vote for him. If Kevin McCarthy gets the votes today, I don't know how many ballots he's not going to get in on this first ballot. I don't know if you watch some of the clips and maybe we'll, we'll be able to pull them up here. Uh, Biggs and Boebert. And basically, Kevin McCarthy uh, canceled all concessions that he made to his speakership. He finally realized what I was saying was true. 
He finally realized it. He, if he would just come watch my fuck, if half these motherfuckers would just come listen to this show, they would know what is going to happen. I said weeks ago that Kevin McCarthy was going to have to trade away his entire speakership. The entirety. He wasn't going to actually be speaker. He was just going to be sitting in the office. The caucus was going to be the speaker. He finally realized that apparently sometime this morning. And I guess he got into a, a cursing match with some of the members. That's the word. I'm here for it, folks. <laughs> Listen, this is exactly what our democracy needs. Our democracy needs a transparent visual of why the Republican Party in this moment, in this timeline, right now in history, cannot be, cannot have their hands on our government. National, the House, the Senate, the executive branch, they can't be held, they cannot, you cannot count on them as governors, attorney generals, secretaries of states, state legislators, county executives, you can't count on them. They are authoritarians. They are the America first Nazi party. And not only that, they are nincapoop Nazis, nincapoops. They do not know how to govern. Usually authoritarians don't. This is a thing that happens. Authoritarians are really shitty at governing. Especially ones trying to, to place an authoritarian in power. Their entire mindset is only for that authoritarian. Sound familiar? Sounds like a cult, doesn't it? But this morning, you should be cheering this. And I know pundits are going to say, oh, well, this is, this is damaging to our history. This is damaging to our democracy. Listen. Listen to me. They are full of fucking shit. Absolute full of fucking shit. Don't let anyone convince you that the gears of our democracy are bad for our democracy. That somehow they send a bad signal. Well, listen, the bad signal needs to be sent. This country needs to see that the Republican Party is inept. They cannot be responsible of anything at this point in history. They are worthless. Frankly, they want to destroy our democracy. That's why democracy is destroying them. I told you the entire year that democracy is their enemy. And today you're going to watch it play out just as I have described it. They can't function inside of this democracy, this republic, because they don't believe in it. They don't want it. These are the reasons why. And not only that, it's only their, it is only their power that they care about. That's why they've turned authoritarian. Their power over, over other people. Rather it be the LGBTQ community telling them what the fuck they can and can't do. The boycott pot community telling them what the fuck they can and can't do. Women telling them what the hell they can and can't do. It's always about their power. Always. And today, you're going to see how powerless they truly are 
even when they have a majority, folks. It's been 100 years. 100 fucking years since a speaker had to go past one ballot. The reason why this is so important for the American people to see how the Republican Party cannot govern so that we don't put them in a position to be responsible for governing and policymaking is that for 100 years, the Speaker of the House, their main job, their main job is to count votes, folks. They even assign a whip to make sure those votes are whipped to get the count that they need. That is their main job. Kevin McCarthy has already failed at his very first vote count. This is very important. And we must, as as the pro-democracy coalition, politicize this at every single step. This is the way democracy works. This is the way that we need democracy to work. We have to politicize that the Republican Party absolutely can not govern at every step. Mark my words, I don't know how many votes it'll take. Three, 12, 20. Hell, we may go two or three weeks without a Speaker of the House. And this is what Donald Trump wants, by the way. Because he is responsible for all this. Again, Donald Trump is on the phone with these four or five members that are absolutely not going to vote for Kevin McCarthy. Every single day, telling them, whipping them, getting people to whip them into frenzies not to vote for Kevin McCarthy. All the while, getting members to vote for Kevin McCarthy. To whip people into a frenzy to get these four members to vote for McCarthy. Until McCarthy bows at his feet. And I'm here for it, folks. These nincompoop Nazis that are tearing themselves into shreds. It is going to be beautiful to watch. Again, this is why we said the pro-democracy coalition said all year long, you cannot put these fucking idiots in charge of the Congress. You cannot put them in charge of the House of Representatives. Their only leader, their only leader in, in the America first Nazi party anymore is the cult leader, Donald Trump. That's why I believe he's going to be their nominee. I don't care what indictments come, what the news is, whether he fends off a trial or not. That motherfucker is going to be their nominee because today you will watch these idiots bow at his feet on the House floor as they vote with their constituents permission on the floor for a third in line to the presidency, mind you. And they won't be able to pull it together. Not even, not, I I don't know how many, again, I don't know how many ballots. Definitely not for at least two or three, I don't believe. 
I mean, Kevin McCarthy just came out in front of a microphone not too long ago. <laughs> Basically saying Matt Gatz wants Hakeem Jeffries to be the speaker. The reason why Kevin McCarthy says that Matt Gatz wants Hakeem Jeffries to be the speaker is because, folks, there's Republicans that are willing. They are willing. There's a few of them, handfuls of them, not very many, but there are some of them that are considering having a leader who can lead the House as opposed to someone who is absolutely sold out to the Cheeto Dust QAnon. Why do you think all the chaos? All the chaos is so Donald Trump can can guarantee that Kevin McCarthy has to genuflect in front of him at every move, at every step. And Kevin McCarthy is a loser. I don't know if you know this. Kevin McCarthy is a fucking loser. He ran unopposed for the speakership and couldn't win. They had to beg, beg Paul Ryan to be the speaker because Kevin McCarthy is such a loser. Why do you think Donald Trump wants him to be speaker? What better speaker to have for a loser than a loser like Kevin McCarthy? He wants him as an excuse, as a foil. That's what he wants. He needs someone in the house to blame when they fail. And they're, oh, they're going to, oh, they're going to fucking fail. Oh, my God, they're going to fail. Oh, fuck. Are you tired of, of losing yet, Republicans? Holy shit. You haven't even started the 118th Congress, and you're all, and you're already showing that you cannot govern. You have no path to getting any government business done. In September, when the CR expires, the government will shut down. Probably until the 119th Congress. I want the American people to expect this. In September, when the CR expires, they're going to blame it on Kevin McCarthy. More than likely, he will take the brunt of the fucking, of, of, the, of the blame. But it'll be Donald Trump behind the shutdown. And it is likely that we could see a government that shuts down for more than a year. I know it sounds crazy, but who the if they can't if they can't even get enough fucking votes to pick out a leader, they have to rely on George Santos here. Motherfuckers running around. I mean, just just running away from reporters. I don't know if you've seen these clips. Holy shit, we're going to play them. But God damn. I don't know how George Santos lasts more than, than 10 minutes. In Congress, with as much pressure that's on him. But they need him. They got to have the, the fraud. <laughs> they got to have him. And by God, as soon, as soon as Kevin McCarthy, after God knows how many ballots, becomes speaker, 
They'll toss him to the side. And they'll expect that we, the pro-democracy coalition, is not going to politicize the ever-loving shit out of it. Hails to the no. And, and there's a lot of Santos news today. But here, here's, the, um, here's the image from the House floor right now. As members are um, establishing, voting to establish a quorum so that they can start business. The business that is going to um, start today is the question, I guess, is, is how many ballots will it take? Now, here's how it works real quick before we get started, because Texas Paul is going to join us here uh, after the break as we go to the coverage uh, from the House floor as they start to vote for speaker. Um, Here's how it's going to work. It's a voice vote. okay? so they don't have to have 218. They have to have the majority as long as members are voting present. Now, no Democrat's going to vote present because they're not going to make it easy on these motherfuckers. There may be a few there may be a few Republicans that vote present. My guess is, is that on the first ballot, though, it's going to be their protest ballot. They may protest for at least three or four ballots. Kevin McCarthy, I guess, got into a screaming match with them and has has vowed to stay on the floor and keep the floor open for as long as he needs and do as many votes as he needs today to become speaker. His goal is to walk away with this without adjournment. (laughs) <laughs> Someone said, uh, oh, Galen says, Ted, Ted Lou brought popcorn to the House floor. Listen, get out your fucking popcorn. This is going to be fantastic today. We got Texas Paul. We got Gabe Sanchez. And we are going to watch the Nincapoop Nazi shit show. And you should cheer as they do not know how to do democracy. And the reason why is because The American people need to know, without a doubt, the reason why they shouldn't put Republicans in power of anything. They're not policymakers. They're they're not representative of of your fucking values and your principles and your ideas. They're only in it for one motherfucking thing. And McCarthy... Trump, Santos, every single one of them is a prime example of what it is. It is only about their power. That's why they turned authoritarian, because they only care about their power. Oh, boy, what a day to come back. What a day to come back from our break. I hope you had a great New Year's. I want you to do a couple things for me. If if I could ask a favor. Because we're going to go to a break, then we'll bring Texas Paul. They got uh, George Santos on the screen screen here. What do you think he's texting? What do you think he's texting? You think he's texting his lawyer? <laughs> are, his, are his team of lawyers? He's got to have an international lawyer now. He's got to have a lawyer for his state investigations. He's definitely going to want a, a lawyer for his federal investigations. He's yawning. He didn't get any fucking sleep last night. Holy shit, this guy. Listen, I need you to do me a few favors. It's not hard. And you're the best audience in the world, so I know you can take care of this. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, do it now. Do it now and share this YouTube channel with your family and your friends, even your MAGA family and your friends. (laughs) Oh, get them here. Get them all pissed off and riled up. Also, follow us on Twitter at the Tony Michaels, at Tony Michaels Pod, at the Tony Michaels, at I am Gabe Sanchez, and download every single episode on Apple, Spotify, and Google. You can also go to store.dtonymichaels.com that's store.dtonymichaels.com we run on your support 
and thank you for your support. You're the best audience in the world. I'm so glad to be back today. Here's more images from the house floor as we go to a break. Everyone stick around. We got the Midas Mighty favorite Texas Paul when we come back right after this break. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Pardon Blanket, I've got you covered. Pardon Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Pardon Blanket will protect you too. Pardon Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your pardon blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardons not guaranteed. Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Thanks for sticking around. Steve Scalise is walking around the house floor. Maybe maybe trying to whip votes for himself? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, because this is a voice vote, so they can vote. I, fuck, they can vote for Mickey Mouse if they want Texas Paul. It doesn't matter. They can vote for Mickey Mouse. They can vote for Donald Trump. They can vote for whatever character they would wish. Here is the, uh, here's the image from the House floors, Texas Paul. Um, we got police walking around. Looks like he's, uh, you know, back flapping here. Um, we know that these police might be in the running uh, for some of these voice voice votes. Now, Kevin McCarthy has to get a majority of the votes, Texas Paul, on the floor. Um, and he can get votes um, for the majority of the members if people vote present or they just don't vote because you don't have to vote during a voice vote. Now, here's right. Kevin McCarthy. Um, and and it's a majority of the entire house. It's not right. a majority within his caucus. It's right. It's, exactly. It's, well, well, cause, cause uh, uh, he was saying it this morning um, about Matt Gatz that Matt Gatz wanted Hakeem Jeffries to be speaker, which I mean, I don't think really it's kind of delusional to think that that would happen, but it is a possibility as slim as it may be that there would be, I don't know, um, you know, a half a dozen Republicans actually want a leader and vote for Hakeem Jeffries as the as the Speaker of the House so they can actually get some stuff done and they can avoid a government shutdown in September. Because really, honestly, it doesn't matter what Republican becomes the Speaker here. Whoever is the Speaker, because Donald Trump is the one who wants to have the power over the Speaker, right? That's why he's done what he's done with Kevin McCarthy, um, with the never Kevins, I guess you'd call them. And then he's gotten he's gotten Trump supporters to support Kevin. And it's all a show. This is all a fucking show. It's all it's all planned chaos, just like January 6th was when they were wanting to hang the vice president. I mean, basically, they might as well just be chanting hang Kevin McCarthy today because what they're trying, what Donald Trump is trying to do is position himself to where he has control over 
the House of Representatives. And what I mean by that is shadow control. Um, but Kevin McCarthy this morning did something that he should have done weeks ago when I told him to do this was actually tell them with their concessions that they wanted, uh, with their demands that the Republican caucus wanted to, he told them to fuck off this morning. I mean, in so many Good. words, which he should yeah. have done. He should have done weeks ago when I told him that was going to happen. And people need to understand that the, 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 the fight here, it, why he's getting so much fight from somebody like Andy Biggs or Matt Gates or, you know, just, you know, Marjorie Taylor green sucking his ass and all that stuff. I mean, it's just the reason that this is happening is if the Republicans go back to trying to participate in our government, there's no place for Matt Gates. He's like a Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz does not is not involved in legislating. Everybody hates that some bitch. Nobody's going to deal with them. You know, it, Matt Gates is the same way. Lauren Boebert, my God, do you think she's going to be involved in, in drafting legislation for Christ's sake? You know, no, they have one existence in this government, and that's to be assholes. And 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 that's what they're trying to hold on to in the Republican Party. They're like you say, Donald Trump is trying to keep the the asshole legion marching so that he's got a shot in the future. And it's just they don't give a shit about the country, Tony. They just don't. Well, I mean, they they want to destroy our democracy. That's why the democracy is destroying them. I mean, essentially, you know, it, it, that's just the way it's going to work. And uh, they're not going to have much. Um, they're not going to have much success when they don't want to participate in how our democracy works, trying to make it work for them to destroy it. Right. Because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to use democracy to destroy our democracy. Um, yeah, it's exactly, you know, exactly my point that, that you're you're making the exact point that I'm trying to get out there much more eloquently than I was, is that if the Republican Party starts to participate in democracy again, these people have no place and they're fighting for their very survival. Because what does where does Matt Gates have any place in a functioning democracy? What does he contribute at all? Well, I mean, I don't know if a Venmo account qualifies as uh, participating and, and being uh, a good steward of democracy, but I don't think it does. Um, here we go. The clerk's. Uh, Madam Clerk. Stefanik's going to speak here. Of the House Republican Conference, I rise today to nominate the gentleman from California. America's new Republican majority. So you just heard uh, Elise Stefanik nominate Kevin. Texas, Paul, the enthusiasm in the room doesn't seem high. No, it doesn't. It does not. It, it, it's really just a shame that these these they were able to to you know although the election was fantastic in our favor the folks went out there and did an amazing job it is just a shame that uh that the republicans are even in this position even the with the slimmest majority that they have it's just go go ahead go ahead sorry I, I, my, i'm having loading problems over here mm. uh, here, here we are back to the house here we go 
this radical far left agenda to hold Joe Biden accountable and to save the United States of America. Under Kevin McCarthy's leadership, House Republicans drafted a bold vision to put our nation back on track. Our commitment to America is a promise to the American people that this new Republican majority will stand up for an economy that's strong, a nation that's safe, a future that's built upon. And swear in George and a Santos. That's accountable to the people. <laughs> accountable to the people with the lies and the fraud that George Santos has told. Kevin McCarthy is the proud son of a firefighter and a fourth generation Californian from Kern County, home to wildcatters, frontiersmen and the rights. And the worst crime rate in country's history. American spirit to work hard and dream big. This spirit that built our great nation is what we need in our next speaker. Kevin McCarthy is a strong conservative. He looks he nervous, Texas Paul. Pro-life. Yeah. A supporter of our Second Amendment rights, and he is committed to stopping wasteful government spending and shrinking the size of government. When Republicans last held the majority, Kevin helped to reduce domestic spending and lower the tax burden on hardworking American families. And as our and cheated on his wife with a member of the House. Kevin <laughs> has taken the fight to one-party Democrat rule on behalf of the American people. He helped bring this historic border crisis to the nation, national consciousness, a crisis Kevin made sure Democrats could no longer ignore. He fought for and succeeded in repealing the ill-advised military COVID vaccine mandate. And he stood on this very floor and spoke for a record eight hours and 35 minutes to not only delay the vote in the House, <laughs> but to make the case that ultimately defeated Joe Biden and House Democrats' dangerous build back broke legislation. Oh, you my God. Thing? Did you notice the difference between this and when Nancy Pelosi was was selected speaker? Go they ahead. Didn't talk is... about, they didn't talk about Republicans when Nancy Pelosi was right. selected speaker. Right. They, they, mm -hmm. the, all these people, I mean, she must have said the word Since Democrat the two dozen times already. Mm -hmm. Have only gained seats and won. While Republicans in the Senate and state legislatures lost seats, House Republicans looks like Ronnie Jackson's been on the sauce last won. night. You see him there? Kevin knows yeah, his eyes are a little squinty there, aren't they? I felt that like that last week, Thursday. Kevin has done the work <laughs> of listening to all Americans, traveling to nearly every district in this country, fighting for conservative values and fighting for the people that we, that are committed to upholding them. Kevin has shown up in these communities of every member in our conference, and I can guarantee he has shown up in the districts of our many of our colleagues across the aisle as well. His relentless effort has yielded an extraordinary new House Republican majority that represents our cut country's greatness from all walks of life. When the last Congress gaveled in two years ago, every new Republican welcome to our conference was a woman veteran. Yeah, under Kevin McCarthy, we pissed on their red wave. Conference is the most diverse Republican <laughs> conference in our nation's history. They seem really enthusiastic. A yeah, they do. Legislator, an experienced leader, a friend to so many of us, a proud conservative with a tireless work ethic. Kevin McCarthy has earned the speakership of the People's House.
Madam Clerk, as the chair of the Republican Conference, it is my high honor to present our conference's nominee for election to the office of Speaker of the People's House, the Honorable Kevin McCarthy from the state of California. And I yield back. I tell you, the fact that this is Elise Stefanik doing this is just perfect. Oh, it's yeah. It's just perfect. The, you know, the, the, the lady that brought us George Santos is bringing us Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> right. No shit. No shit. Oh, that's just hilarious. Well, the other thing, too, is, you know, you think there's something in the uh, in the idea that that Kevin McCarthy is a representative from that liberal state of California. You think there might be something at play here is why um, why people can't stomach him because they get these delusional ideas. Right now, let's go to Pete Aguilar. Let's see what Pete has to say. Hakeem Jeffries of New York. Much more enthusiasm. Much more enthusiasm. I want to point yeah. out. They're excited about their leader. Hmm. It, it is almost like Nancy Pelosi made sure of this. And, you know, I know a lot of people don't like to hear this because we fight Republicans pretty damn hard. And there's a handful of them out there that aren't complete turds in the punch bowl. Back in the 90s, we had people switch parties. A lot. We need to get back to that. We need to be courting some of these Republicans that are sick of this shit. United by a speaker who will put people over politics. Hakeem Jeffries has worked his entire life to improve economic opportunity for all people. He is committed to strengthening the American dream by lowering costs for working families building safer communities, by taking weapons of war off streets, and by creating good-paying jobs in industries of the future. As we work to implement our historic legislative accomplishments... Weird. He didn't say Republican years, once. House hey. Democrats are united behind a speaker who wants to make things in America and bring home jobs that have been shipped overseas to write a tax code. Much more enthusiastic. Listen, Texas Paul, the majority of politics is performance, and the Democrats are performing here and making sure that the American people know that that Democrats are way more enthusiastic about their speaker nomination than Republicans. Reduces our country's dependence on fossil fuels from voting. Say that again, my friend. We are united, Madam Clerk. We are unified behind a speaker who is an unapologetic advocate for protecting and expanding our freedoms. He does not traffic in extremism. Boom. He does not grovel to or make excuses for a twice impeached so-called former president. Boom. God damn. Aguilar going for the throat here. Madam Clerk, he does not bend a knee to anyone who would seek to undermine our democracy. <laughs> I love this guy. This is how democracy works, folks. You're watching democracy live and in person. Because, Madam Clerk, that's not what leaders do. Because he understands what great leaders of this house understand, that this body and this institution are best equipped to serve the needs of this democracy and the beautiful mosaic of the members it sends. 
that our responsibility as members of this body is to protect the American dream and honor the sacrifice of the generations before us. Like the sacrifice of a mother and a social worker who borrowed against her pension to put her children through school. Mom and dad were determined that their children would graduate without any debt so that they could pursue their dreams to the best of their ability, no matter the hardship or the sacrifice. Today, Hakeem's leadership style is quite simple. Spread love, it's the Brooklyn way. He's gonna make a great speaker, by the way, Texas Paul. One hell of a speaker Hakeem Jeffries is gonna make. Yeah, he's a scrapper. He's a real scrapper. Mm-hmm. And he understands how it works. Right. He understands whipping votes. That's right. Bringing in that same borough, Hakeem and his brother were raised in the first home that their parents ever bought, thanks to their collectively bargained salary, and it's where they live today. It was in this house where his younger brother saw a future leader, where his mother saw a thoughtful, passionate young man, and where his father saw a competitor whose GPA went up when his younger brother started high school. (laughs) His family always at his side, some here with us today and some watching from home. His mom and dad, Kenny, JJ, Joshua, and his younger brother, Dr. Hassan Jeffries. Mrs. Jeffries and her husband told their sons, it doesn't matter what you do, but it has to be done in the service of people. And that's how Hakeem will lead. He's going to serve all of us so that we can best serve the American public. That selflessness, that commitment to success of those around you is what shaped his career and what will shape our joint future together. He knows success isn't about personal achievement. He's a leader who will be with you in the beginning, whether it's your bill and an important priority in your district. He'll ride alongside you as you do the work, and he'll be there at the end to see you through. Because he knows that our success means that we can raise the quality of life for our constituents, creating better jobs and building safer communities. He has guided every step of the way by his faith, his mom, his mom instilled in him. Sunday mornings weren't always easy in the Jeffries house. The young man who knew he wanted to be a lawyer would argue with his mom about going to church that day. But failure is a good teacher. (laughs) He lost those arguments. And now Hakeem goes to church every weekend, sometimes that one where his church family is at Cornerstone Baptist or somewhere else in the district where he can meet his constituents where they are. He remembers that after church on Sundays, he'd go to Nano's house where there was an open door at his grandmother's house for the entire neighborhood and their elders to come through with food and conversation. A young Hakeem listening to everything, but usually just trying to catch the score of the Jets game. This is where wisdom gets passed down. And now guided by the faith and wisdom of leaders like Jim Clyburn, Greg Meeks, John Lewis, Steny Hoyer, Nancy D'Alessandro Pelosi. Gabe Sanchez is joining us. As the Democrats applaud Akeem Jeffries. And Nancy Pelosi gave much more enthusiastic. Uh, Pete Aguilar is uh, whipping up the Democrats here on the House floor. But let's take a listen. Prepared to nominate a leader who will open the door to the new generation of leadership. Madam Clerk, a Latino is nominating for leader of this chamber, a black man for the first time in our history. 
don't see many uh, Republicans standing up for that. I don't see one of them. Nope. Madam, Madam Clerk, that's progress, and it's progress that the country wants to continue for this Congress and for our country. Therefore, as chair of the Democratic Caucus, I am directed by the vote of that caucus to present for election to the Office of Speaker of the House of Representatives for the 118th Congress, the name of the Honorable Hakeem Jeffries, representative-elect from the state of New York. So there we see a much more enthusiastic... Unified. Right. Just, I mean, to have enthusiasm behind your, your leader, your the nomination of your leader, I would say means something. Right. Uh, I guess we lost Texas Paul there, maybe. Um, he'll be back. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it really, it really does tell you something. I mean, like, the Republican Party has been pointing fingers and trying to find excuses the, for the reason why their red wave was a red tinkle. They've had no, they've had no legitimate reason that they've been able to actually put forward. Other than the fucking lost. And the Honorable Hakeem Jeffries, a representative elect from the state of New York, have been placed in nomination. Are there further nominations? Here we go. Here's where the drama may begin. If, as if we don't have drama already. Paul Gozar is going to speak. The traitor is going to speak on the House floor here. The power doesn't reside in the speaker. It doesn't in the majority leader, nor the minority leader, nor the whip. The power resides in we, the people, the people who entrusted us here, each individual member, to represent their district, their state, and the federal government. Washington's broken. We're the last ones to know. A wise person once told me, good process builds good policy, builds good policy. I want to put a meme in here of January 6th and say, diss you? Diss yeah. you? Is that how, that, how Washington's that, broken, uh, Paul goes? Are you pile of shit? Any bigs for Speaker of the House. Thank you. <laughs> here we go. Oh, they're really enthusiastic, too. Yay. Are there further nominations? There being no further nominations, the clerk appoints the following tellers. The gentleman from Georgia, Mr. Laudermilk. The gentlewoman from California, Ms. Lee. The gentleman from Wisconsin, Mr. Steele. And the gentleman from New York, Mr. Morelli. The tellers will come forward and take their seats at the desk in front of the speaker's rostrum. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna watch the um, the vote to start to unfold here. We we you know, again, Kevin McCarthy was put up uh, by Elise Stefanik from the Republican Caucus, uh, the chair. She's the chair of the Republican Caucus, and um, then uh, Paul Gozar, in true <laughs> true nincompoop Nazi fashion, gets up. Um, he's an insurrectionist. He pl- helped plan the insurrection. We know this. <laughs> Um, from evidence of the January 6th Select Committee, he nominates Andy Biggs. Is Andy Biggs an insurrectionist to Gabe Sanchez? It's almost like I said in the first 30 minutes, Donald Trump is to blame for all this mm-hmm. chaos. It's almost like Donald Trump. I mean, a, a lot of it, this chaos. A, a lot of it definitely comes also back to McCarthy, who's unable to even unify this base. McCarthy is a reason why Donald Trump got a an extra kind of oomph of energy. He's the one who went down to Mar-a-Lago. But I look at this whole thing, and there was something I just thought of, which is 
I'm surprised George Santos didn't try to nominate himself for House Speaker. I mean, like he's only got <laughs> probably a limited time amount of le- or a limited amount of time left in the House before he gets like extradited to Brazil. Yeah, so the guy is. Okay, I'm they're surprised gonna, they're going to start. There. They're going to start calling the roll here. Um, you see the um, you see that the nominees on the board. Uh, now they can call out any name they want. Yeah, or they can. Uh, that's what others is. And they can also vote present, which changes the number that Kevin McCarthy would need to get the majority. Um, the last speaker, um, no, no, it was in, yes, Nancy Pelosi actually didn't receive 218 because there were several present votes. But here's the thing. Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi knew those votes. She whipped those votes. So she was able to keep that. Here we go. Here's the vote. Adams. I mean, when you've already got a group of people that have a split nominee with the possibility of writing others, it doesn't look so good for either person. And when you've got a Democratic base who already knows everyone they're voting for. I'm going to turn this way down so we can uh, talk over it as they vote. Yeah. Um, so if the audience isn't hearing the vote, I'll keep them up to date here. Um, of course, it's going to be really close between McCarthy and Jeffries through this whole thing. But we'll see how many. Um, what's really going to matter is the votes in Biggs category, in others category, and then present category is what is going to determine whether Kevin McCarthy can receive the speakership on this first ballot. I don't I do not think I do not think that. um McCarthy will receive it on this first ballot, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Texas Paul, you sent me a link here um, to something. I, I don't want to. I don't want to walk away from the House floor vote here. Um, yeah. What was, what was the uh, What was the article that you sent me? That was uh, <laughs> just uh, the article is relevant. It had a good picture of Renee Elmer. She is the woman that McCarthy, uh, let's say, blew up his last attempt to become Speaker over. He. Uh, you know, a little bit of on the <laughs> back, of, <laughs> a little bit of some sex cocaine orgies or little, something, yeah, house, something house hanky yeah. hanky. Yeah, it was enough to deny him the speakership. Put it that way. Mm. You know, they, the 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 corporate media really dropped the ball on that one. They he was up for speakership, and to lose to lose to have to bring in Paul Ryan. And a lot of people don't remember that. Paul Ryan was not destined to become speaker. Kevin McCarthy was next in line. And it was the affair rumors over with Renee Elmer, uh, who lost in 2016, I believe, uh, if I remember correctly, um, that sunk his attempt to become speaker. There was enough there there that Republicans were scared enough that they brought in Paul Ryan. And the corporate media said, fuck all about it. I mean, nothing. Jeffries. So we're at McCarthy at 15, Jeffries at nine. Now, again, this is a slow process because it is a voice vote. Um, and yeah. there, there's no proxy that can happen Biggs. on this vote. It all has to be. Uh, did Biggs just vote for himself? <laughs> of course. Of course. He stood up. It was like, uh-huh. Yeah. I will yeah, be the me, only one. Me. He's, he looks at it, He's like, look, there's at least two votes McCarthy. in this chambers that will vote for me. Myself. Georgia. 
and also Gosar. Right, right. You know, the, the most significant vote that is going to be caught on camera today is George Santos. Um, uh-huh. It is likely that He's George Santos... He's going to vote for himself. I'm telling what? you. <laughs> <laughs> he he just fucking may. You never know what's gonna come out of that guy's mouth. Dude, that guy but, has been that guy has been running around like a hour. rat all around yeah. the Capitol trying yeah. to avoid. I don't know if you guys watched the videos, but uh oh, I hope we get to the clips today. I oh. hope we get to some of these clips today. But that we've but, got to. Oh, absolutely. George. Oh! <laughs> now, if you didn't catch it, Lauren Bober just voted for Jim Jordan, the um, honorable, the honor- yeah, honorable, that in quotes. honorable, <laughs> the or as Trump would say, quote unquote, honorable. Okay, so so right now, right now, there is uh, three votes not for Kevin McCarthy in the Republican Congress. The most significant part about that is uh, if there if is two more. If he lo- well, if he if he if he loses two more votes, but if there's a present vote, he could still push it over the top. So he is on thin ice right now in this first ballot already. Uh, but but the the fact that Lauren Boebert voted for Jim Jordan is going to be just as good a videotape as George Santos voting three or four times today for Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> do you think George Santos pops up for his name, but then pops up randomly just throwing out other names? Oh, so you, so you think he's going to vote more than once? I think he'll like totally stand up as someone race. else. Like he'll put like one of the yeah, yeah. the sunglasses think, with the nose and the mustache exactly. on, yeah, yeah. and he'll try to I vote think, in someone yeah, else's place. He'll probably he'll probably put a wig on, you know. Like okay, okay. Now there's race. there's four votes. There's four votes Brownlee. for others. Two others and two for Bigs. My 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 uh, my bet is that Santos votes for for Lula. <laughs> that guy um, does not want to go back to brazil man you know, apparently uh, apparently brazil is cr- is gonna crawl up his ass um i don't know exactly what the charges were but apparently there were charges against him and there, well, there was the how, there how was the people there know was the check there was the check fraud charge right so i don't know what else there is he, I he was writing he was writing bad checks is that the thing pretty much no was, it's worse than that actually <laughs> of course it is it's santos <laughs> he's a republican of course it's worse than it seems on the surface i did see someone post today and i I haven't been able to to fact check this so if anyone out there knows uh i did see something about the u.s and brazil in talks so if the doj doesn't take action then brazil can now again i don't know if that's true or not i haven't done any uh background check on that fact can it but if that's true, then yeah, one hundred percent. I I hope to God I cannot wait for the day that they Caribbean. fucking put bracelets on him and take him out of the House chambers. Well, by seating Santos, the Republicans have really opened a can of worms here, oh, yeah. because uh, you know, oh, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, I, at least I'm going to talk about Santos for the next two years. I don't care what happens to him. I'm going to talk yeah, but about it, I mean, the next two years. It's a real legal crisis they've created because uh, Brazil had an open investigation on Santos because he stole the checkbook of the guy his mother. This is the allegations down in Brazil. He stole the checkbook of the guy that his mother was working for, then went to a clothing store and wrote about, I think, 700 bucks worth of, of, of fraudulent checks for clothes so he stole 700 bucks worth of clothes plus he stole a checkbook and then wait 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 uh, wait wait wait, wait. back up back up back up he stole 
the checkbook of the person Santos's mother, the one that died in 9-11, worked for? Yeah, yeah. Is that the same yeah. mother, or does he have different mothers? <laughs> no, that's the same mother, yeah. <laughs> the one that died <laughs> that was, he, on 9-11 in 2016, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one who he also, he said died of cancer. I don't know if she nice. really did. Uh, the 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 little yes. obituary announcement uh, was was weird if you guys actually read it um it well, yeah when you die her. of shame right it refers to her as it it was very odd uh but the other thing too is like what was it 2008 was the latest point which he left brazil but he had he had spoken so much about it like oh i was born and raised in new york and i was a kid and lived in the basement here and this and that and it's just it just like doesn't add up. I'm like, I'm going to end up doing a, what was that on this? Because it's just, I just needed every day. There's something new. And I wanted him to, I wanted him to actually be sworn in before I made the, what was that? But I look at the situation and as far as, as far as George Santos is concerned, because there was a little bit of drama on Twitter with some kind of, I don't know, he claims to be a billionaire, some lawyer down in Miami. I guess the Daily Beast wrote a story oh, about this guy. Is that what it is? Tell me what that, what the hell was that drama? Whoa, what's going on here? Oh, there's Jeffries two. takes the lead. Well, he is. He's 35 to 32 is the Jeffries lead right now. Um, of course, this is going to be close the entire time um, as they, as they tick through these votes. When was the last time? So out of curiosity, when was the last time, if we know, 1913 that, no 1923 is was the last the, time when the house majority didn't have a representative there well party. well um it went past the first ballot oh, there we go he lost <clears throat> he just there, lost yeah five votes that were not for mccarthy so that who, means who, that, who was that i didn't catch it clyde we're not paying attention here too much to the uh actual votes see if i can oh can yeah you see, if you can, see if you yeah. can um um see the live update somewhere it might be on um the house.gov the actual live count um but we we have we have three for bigs three for others they're really going to pile on to bigs and others now is what they're going to do so we so we've got 38 for Jeffries 33 for McCarthy three for bigs and three for others um, one specifically for Jim Jordan from um, Bobo the Clown, which and that's the reason why she is a clown is because she's voting for Jim or Jim Jim Jordan. Excuse me, Jesus Christ, I'm getting uh, names confused. Jim Jordan as as can you put can you put the the captions on on your video? That way we might be able to catch anyone. Uh, let me losing. see. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Courtney. I'm still looking to see who these other people were. Craig. Jeffrey starting to stack up the vote because the Democrats are in the um are in the uh, alphabetical count there. That, that, so they go alphabetically um through mm-hmm. these members. That's why it you know they're not going like one Republican, one Democrat. They're going alphabetically through it. Wow, we've got this is this is there's no finagling here. Yeah, he's 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 done. Well, the only way the only way McCarthy, the the Uh, only way that yeah, uh, we just seen uh, Dan Crenshaw, the the one eyed pirate from Texas. um, (laughs) McCarthy, McCarthy, 
Um, so, so the only way that uh, Texas Paul, that he would be able to actually get this vote on the first ballot is if there are several members of the Republican caucus that vote present. Um, and he gets the votes because he has to have the majority of votes, but that won't work with the number of votes that are stacking up against him right, because he's already got that will actually make Jeffries the speaker yeah. of the house. Listen, listen, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't do not put it past that. There may be Republicans sneakily uh, making sure that they have an actual leader here, because that is going to be the difference between Republican McCarthy being speaker and Jeffries Democrat being speaker, because Republicans are going to have to pay for the shutdown in September. Mm-hmm. If, if McCarthy ends up being speaker after four ballots, five ballots, 20 ballots, whatever it takes, that the government is going to shut down in September. If Jeffries is the speaker of the House, it will not shut down in September. Um, we right. will not have a government shutdown. You know, it's just uh, the only way the McCarthy's just going to be humiliated here because the only way for this to go to another vote now is for every Republican. They can't vote present. They can't because if they if enough of them vote present, they make Jeffries the speaker. So they actually have to go through this entire motion and just humiliate McCarthy. Mm-hmm. So, so do they, uh, because do Jeffries will not have how many. Votes if everybody do votes, Jeffries doesn't have him. the votes. How many votes you think is stacked against him? 10, 12? I have no idea. I expected five, to be honest with I mean, you. We're They're at seven already... now. Yeah. I mean, well, how many it's... how many people are within the America First group? That's what you got to remember, right? So you got Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, Scott uh, Perry, Scott Perry. You've already got obviously Andy Biggs voting for himself. Gozar, Gozar voting for Andy Biggs. This is one of those things where and, if, and like, Lauren Boebert voting for Jim Jordan, which is right. That was what an idiot. And reminding folks that that even though Jeffries is going to win this vote handily now, he is uh, he cannot become speaker without a full majority of the vote. So as long as the Republicans don't start voting present, Jeffries will not become speaker on this vote. Um, the, the most important thing, though, is you said he's going to Kevin McCarthy is going to be humiliated. Um, I just looked it up. Texas Paul humiliated is actually his legal middle name. Um, so I just, <laughs> just want to point that out to the audience that it's, it's Kevin H McCarthy uh, H is for humiliated. Um, I, at least that's what he should change his name to. Now. SU Jeffries. So we're waiting for the um, big reveal here of, um, Kevin McCarthy being the biggest loser on the House floor today. Um, and Man, I want to go get some popcorn. Well, <laughs> apparently well, Ted, Ted Lou, yeah, yeah, Ted, Ted Lou came ready. That's crazy. Alexa, all the popcorn. <laughs> I, I'm sure somewhere in the um, in the um, the wing rooms that there's popcorn machines. Oh yeah, uh, for these all of the members. aides have the microwaves just running. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is hilarious i knew 2023 was going to start great but this oh, is hilarious yeah. i mean i don't know if you guys watched uh you, if you guys are watching the tesla stock but that's a new year new low 
Oh yeah, so so not not only is the Republicans tanking in the House, but Tesla's tanking on the market. What a what a me, what a fantastic first start to um to the Republicans taking over part of our government. A, it's at one hundred five twenty. Holy right shit! Well, I I wondered the other the other day how wow. long it would take to get below a hundred. It's already it's almost it's almost down eighteen bucks. Uh, how how low today. do you think it's going to get? Do you think it's going to get down to sixty seventy? I think it could. I think it'll get double digits. Uh, I don't know about. I'm sure it'll get that low. I think in three days, it'll definitely be double digits in the 90s. Okay, sure. so we're tied. McCarthy, 62. Jeffrey, 62. Uh, obviously, Car- McCarthy um, is going to have uh, – can't come back here because of the Biggs votes and the others' votes. Did you find out what those um, those votes were? No, I can't see those votes live, so I have to resort to uh... – See if you can uh, see if someone on Twitter is uh, yeah. that's reliable, either Hugo – Maybe Scott McFarlane. Um, Scott Kyle Cheney might. Well, he's doing DOJ. He might not be covering this um, today. But while you mention Kyle Cheney, big shout out to Kyle Cheney over at yeah. Politico. Um, I, I actually did a couple pieces for Midas just to just. I, that's what I was doing before I came in was was transferring them to the editor. Uh, Kyle Cheney with the releases from the January sixth committee has been, been doing an amazing guess. job. I am a commentator. I am not a journalist. Matt Kyle just Cheney. Voted, hey, hey, uh, te- Texas ball. Um, real quick. Um, Matt Gatz just voted for Andy Biggs. That puts Biggs at five and others at three. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, no worries. I mean, <laughs> this is hilarious. But no, Kyle Cheney has been really busting his ass. He's been top notch on the releases from the January. You know, we did such in-depth coverage of the January 6th hearing, but real Hardworking journalists have have provided us commentators with so much material, and 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 Kyle Cheney's been top notch. I cannot scream out enough uh, what a great job that guy's doing. Over. There's a lot. There's a lot of really good journalists out there. Kyle's one of them. Uh, I I we lean heavy on this show with the Scott McFarlane. Um, yeah. we, so I've got those. I've got those votes. If you want to know what they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who, who's All right, who's so we've got Andy Biggs voted for himself, right? Uh, Dan Bishop voted for Andy Biggs. Lauren Boebert voted for Jim Jordan. Uh, Josh Brecking voted for Jim Banks. Um, let's see. Michael Cloud voted for Jim Jordan. Andrew Clyde, the guy who, if everyone doesn't know, Andrew Clyde's the guy who said January 6th was just another tourist visit type of day. He <laughs> voted for Andy Biggs. Surprise, surprise. Oh, yeah. Uh, Elaine Crane voted for Andy Biggs. So at that point, they've already got seven defections, Go right? Um, now they're at that, eight with Matt Getz. Yeah, yeah. So there's two votes for um, Jim Jordan, one for Jim Banks. Uh, Looks like Scalise and and Elise Stefanik are are logging the votes by hand. So it sounds like they're counting uh, to see where everyone uh, falls in. What a humiliation to not have whipped this enough to know where this vote is going. Yeah, but Texas, Paul, they tried to whip it for three weeks. And that's the point is why Kevin McCarthy is not going to be a successful speaker. Don't you think? Yeah, he's just well. He's weak. He's not. He's he's not well liked. He's he he's got foot and mouth disease. He's got. Uh, he's just going to be a shit show for the Republicans, which is you know great for us Democrats politically, but shitty for the country. We're we're uh, we're at ten votes uh, against McCarthy. 
seven for bigs and then three for the others still. Uh, I do want to – so somebody – I just – the chat's going by really quick. I just uh, had to verify this, but it turns out George Santos arrived to the house for a swearing-in ceremony without his wedding band or his husband. Uh, well, it, it have we confirmed that he's actually married? Is there a marriage license that someone has confirmed? I have not even looked that up. I can look up marriage license in the state. I, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying that that no. that it's possible he's not actually married. That's why he wouldn't show up with his ring and and a husband if he's not actually. Well, married. we already we learned recently about the uh, the the young the young boy uh, that he was in talks with. The the what 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 the what. The, the the I believe eighteen so legal. Uh, let me just confirm that though. Okay. Guest McCarthy Guthrie. You know George Santos's ex-wife. Uh, she, as in female, was really surprised to hear he was gay. Mm-hmm. And I air quotes gay. I mean, who, because who isn't surprised I'm, when Santos says something though? Texas Paul. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is crazy. Uh, yeah, at at age twenty six, he was involved with an eighteen year old. This is something that just came out on the uh, on January first. Um, everyone's pointing this out that that this is called here. Um, there he can't. Uh, Kevin McCarthy cannot overcome this vote he is not going to win on the first ballot this is the first time in a hundred years a hundred years that uh, someone has not won on the first ballot and the reason if you can't win dude there's no way there's even if mccarthy somehow pulls out a win on the next vote there's no way that he has any control of his party no. no, I mean not that he had one to begin with. Well, I mean that's that's what Texas Paul was saying is you can't you can't expect someone to be a speaker if he can't whip votes. Like yeah. that's the whole fucking that's the whole point. job. Yeah. Hill, McCarthy, Hines. So we're gonna watch as um, Kevin McCarthy and boy, it it really does look bleak. Horsford. Again, you're watching um, something that hasn't happened in the house on the house floor Jeffries. in over a hundred years, where a How the true. person who was nominated as speaker McCarthy. did not receive Coolahan. on the first ballot enough votes to become speaker. You I know what would be really fascinating to me is if Jeffries would take enough, if there's enough people that vote for Biggs or other, that Jeff can actually have people at the tail end of the roll call vote present and still have enough votes to be the majority. I wonder what the mathematical calculation is on that. I I don't have a math brain enough to figure that out, but that would be an amazing maneuver. Right. Well, I mean, um, right now McCarthy has 90 and Jeffrey has 87. Uh, we're at 11 votes against McCarthy in the Republican yeah. caucus. So remember, keep in mind, this 11. is alphabetical, so we don't know, like, you know, there could right. be more letters on that side in the Republican Party, and that's why right. we're getting those tally-ups. Well, you know, Jackson, we, we don't, we're not wearing khakis and have a special board like Steve Kornacki on MSNBC. Yeah. So. Corduroy, my man. Corduroy. Kornacki wears corduroy. Well, <laughs> I just think Steve Kornacki would wear khaki. Right, because it rhymes. Yeah, Kanak- yeah, yeah. Kanaki, But sometimes Kanaki. I think I, I think that it would maybe it's not quarter Roy, but quarter round. Quarter round feels like aerodynamic. You're moving like 
back and forth. <laughs> oh, really? So it's it goes in between the seams instead of against each other, you know? All right. Well, enough promoting Steve Karnacki <laughs> and his khaki or his corduroy, whichever it is. Here we go. Um, 91 for Jeffries. Who, who was the who was the other vote that just happened? I missed it. Damn it. Uh, here, I'll look it up. I'm too distracted about mocking these assholes. Jim Jordan voted for himself. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, that, that may be. That may be. Is Jim Jordan wearing a jacket? He's on the floor. He's supposed to. Jim Jeffries just voted for himself, and the Democrats are cheering. What if he paused and he was like, Jeffries. Here, let's see. Another two. Okay, Matt Gates. Bob Good voted for Paul Gosar. Bob Good voted for Paul Gosar? No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Bob Good and Paul Gosar voted for Andy Biggs. Oh, okay, I see. Andy Harris votes for a non-House member, former Rep. Lee Zeldin. Oh well, no. Lee Zeldin. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you guys know this, but Lee Zeldin is the one who he's a loser as well. He's a loser in New York in the governor's race. Yes. If you, uh, if you again would recall it is that, technically legal. You can do it. Right. It is allowed. Uh, you know, you know is, what's significant this is now here? Double you know digit votes against McCarthy. You know what's significant here is there hasn't been a vote for Donald Trump yet. I know True. that seems not significant, but. There's four other votes here, and one of them is a non-House member, and it's not Donald Trump. Yeah. And you know the screwed up part about this is I don't see the Republicans getting more in line with this next vote. I just see it getting more chaotic. I don't know. I may be wrong did about that, the, but that's the they, feeling I'm getting. They take the vote immediately after, or are they going to take a quick recess and then come well, back? Well, no, uh, they can they can stay on the floor and keep voting. Now, um, in 1923, I believe they voted four times. They adjourned, and they did, I think it was um, about four or five days before they could actually put together a vote for a speaker. Now, you have to remember that the Republican caucus cannot move forward with business until they have a speaker. Yeah. There is not going to get shit done in our government and in the legislative branch, the House of Representatives specifically. I mean, they're going to as, as long as you don't have a speaker and they're going to try and be like, it's the Democrats. And it's like, well, the Democrats voted for one person and one person. Right. only. You guys split mm -hmm. your votes between four or five people by the end of it. And this morning, McCarthy did say that he was going to keep the House in session until as long as long as it took. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. I mean, you know, I don't know if I don't know if anyone watched the videos last night, but he had all of his uh, his materials put into the House Speaker office. Well, What's yeah, funny about that is the fact that he had them load everything up and set up the oh, office as shit. if he had the position. What's going to be even funnier is when if and when. It. He doesn't get it. They have to now take all of that shit that he set up, put it back into boxes, roll it out onto carts, and then bring whoever is going to win that position. You know, fingers crossed it is Jeffries. But the idea that you just assume you've got the position is such a Republican move, by the way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's a Santos way, baby. I mean, just to, just to assume things, to assume that no one's listening, to assume that no one's going to check you. I mean, this they are the fraud party. They are the fraud party. 
And you know the the the, the thing that just is so freaking telling is that you could sit here and you could say this vote could go on for weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there would Absolutely. be not you know um, historically anybody else we would be saying no freaking way they're going to get this done you know today they're going to get this done today but the republicans are in such disarray and so weak to even say oh this could go on for weeks there is actually a significant chance that this could actually drag on i mean that is just so freaking amazing to me well i think i think the um in in the 1860s texas paul the longest that we went without a speaker because of this situation that we have right now i believe it was in the 1860s was almost nine months um our house of representatives didn't go or, or went without a speaker Sometime in the 1860s, I believe, or maybe it was the 1850s, right, right at or during the um, Civil War. But mm, no, and wouldn't no, no, that be no, no, better? Was it? Do, do you have it? Do you have it? There was a time that be better we though? nine months. Well, I mean, I believe that it would be better to not have a speaker than a Republican speaker. Yes, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, I mean, because there's not going, they're not going to do any house business anyways. I mean. No, they're just going to try to have cock committees. So, uh, so according to what I've seen so far, it says the House needed two months and 133 votes to elect a speaker. And that was in uh, for the first time in exactly 100 years. So that, that was that was that was 1923, right? Yeah, this this was. But the longest speaker vote began on December 3rd, 1855, when there the 34th 1855. Congress convened. Well, Democrats controlled the Senate, but no party controlled the House. After the disintegration with the Whig Party, after a third House members were Democrats, the rest belonged to a mix of parties, including the New Republican Party. Many were members of the uh, Secretive American Party, also known as the Know Nothing Party. Um, so I'm reading there that that was two months. And, uh, oh, it was two months. I thought it was yeah, yeah. Uh, um, longer than that. Sorry, my 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 memory is off, but it was in the 1850s, it was 1855, yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 you're seeing then it was more official then because they had actual parties, they had secret parties, but it's the same now. There is no one Republican Party, Texas, Paul. There's no one unified Republican Party, is what you're talking about. There's these different factions. There's the America First Nazi Party. There's there's the the quote unquote old conservatives that are still trying to hold on to the mantle of the old Republican Party. And then and then there's these people in the middle being pulled by politics and their and their want for power and being pulled by these members on either side mm-hmm. to try to make sure that they can keep their control. I think that's what you're saying, Texas Paul. Yeah, I mean, if if the Republican Party were to return to any semblance of a governing party, Biggs, Gates, Gosar, uh Lauren Boebert, uh, Mars, Large Marge, the elevator flagellator. Um, they're they're all out of business because what did what does Lauren Boebert contribute to a legislative process? Nothing, nothing at all. She's got she's no job not, she's anymore. She's not a policymaker. She's a, a goddamn social media influencer. Exactly. There's not as much enthusiasm McCarthy. of McCarthy, McCarthy voting McCarthy. for McCarthy as there was Jeffries. 
or Jeffries. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. That there's so much more enthusiasm about Democrats and their leaders. It's almost like when the media says Democrats are in disarray, they're full of fucking shit. When the media tells you, like Young Turks and David Pakman tell you that it's this this fucking defeatism that Democrats are done and they can't win, that it's right. not true. That the the Democratic, the pro democracy coalition in this country is strong. It is stronger than ever, and the reason why is because the Republicans are weak. Yeah, I think it's because we learned our lesson, to be honest with you. You know, know, I I started the ride or die movement a couple years ago when I first came on social media because I was sick of that shit. I was sick of the infighting, you know, the Bernie bros versus the establishment and all this other stuff. You know, we need we we have become the party that we will fight it out. We will fight it out. You know, Coming up into the elections, we will go into the primaries and you will have your beliefs. I will have mine and we'll fight our asses off. But now, now, finally, when it's election time, we go into that. No protest votes, no bullshit. We go in and we vote Democrat because we know that's the best way forward. And this shit, you're absolutely right. I am so sick and damn tired of the corporate media and their bullshit narratives that they keep trying to push on people. It is, it's ridiculous. We have never been a better organized, more motivated party ever. And and to hear it in the social media, you know, we can't even find our damn car keys. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's bullshit. Well, I, I mean, the, the the corporate media and these other talking heads, these old ass pundits that don't know what the hell they're talking about, um, bought into all the Republican narrative of the polls and all this shit. They always have to give they have to give oxygen to the right because they feel like they have to be fair and balanced. And there's no fair and balanced in our democracy right now. There's only one party. There's only one party in government that is actually serious about our democracy and continuing it, and that's Democrats. And until you realize that, you realize that the Republican Party is out on its last limb here. And this is a prime example of that. You're seeing it right play out. Now, there's another um, there was another vote for other. So we're, we're up to 13 votes against McCarthy. I said I said in the beginning, what do you think, Tex Ball? 10 or 12. And we're already to 13. We're past what I was trying to think is a high number here. Yeah, right now, I, so I tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm I said five. To, <clears throat> I'm trying to I'm I'm keeping count in a spreadsheet as we go. So like right now, we've got a remainder of one hundred and fifty one votes to go. Gabe, you are amazing, man. He's over there making calculations. He's trying to do the yeah, uh, I got, I got, math. I got no khakis on over here, yeah, well, but I'm, I'm keeping a, I'm keeping a, 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 a no, running no number that we go down. No special board, but we're keeping the audience. Dude, you are much cooler than Kornacki, man. We, <laughs> you are much cooler than Kornacki, and I like Steve Kornacki, so that's a hell of a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> So again, we're up to 13 votes against McCarthy here, which is the most important thing that that we can stress here is that there's seven for bigs and six for others. You see Karushi in the comments, Gabe Kornacki. <laughs> Gabe, Gabe Kornacki. Oh, shit. Is Gabe wearing soft pants? I, I'm wearing soft pants right now. I figured I might as well, if I was going to sit in for this, I might as well be comfy, you know? I, I was going to go just in my undies today but i did put shorts on well i know I, I know i have for the for the anymore. audience members watching thank yeah. you I, and well, for the people listening you can't thank you. see you can't <laughs> see and i'm not gonna pull a tube in here 
So no, we're at uh, just oh to give, my god. Just to give the audience update, there's 145 for McCarthy, 137 for Jeffrey, seven for Biggs, and six for other. Mm-hmm. No present votes. Kind of McCarthy. Current. We are sub. What was what was? Oh my god, Texas ball. What what happened there? You're talking about tubing. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you what are you getting images in your mind what a fantastic explosion of a career man i mean just just talk about blowing yourself out of You're out of the blowing, water blowing your load all over the um the screen to destroy your career is that what you're saying i'm just saying Oh, we got another vote for Biggs. Yeah, so we're eight for Biggs, six for others. So we're at 14 now against McCarthy. That's the most important part. And that, uh, listen, when we're forming a national narrative around this today, and as we move forward, your, we, because, because now there may be less votes against McCarthy in the next ballot, but it is important that you say whatever the number is 14, 15, 20, whatever it ends up being, here we are. We're now we're at 15. We're at 15 votes now against McCarthy. That is how you need to frame it out there with the narratives. 15 Republicans voted against their leader. 15 of them, not five, not four that they thought 15 yeah. at this point. You know, though, I mean, if, if as we get farther down into the alphabet, you'll start seeing Democrat votes for Jeffries piling up. Yeah. If we get enough, I mean, we're at 15 for Biggs and others. It actually is a plausible maneuver to think about now. But Jeffrey's throwing a few into present. Can you imagine? Can you imagine there's no red wave? And we come out of this first ballot and Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat, is the goddamn Speaker of the House. Can you imagine Trump? There would be ketchup all over the walls, and it's his doing. This is this is Trump's doing here. Mm-hmm. This vote mm-hmm. for Biggs and this vote for other is well. Here's that the the former Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi voting for Hakeem Jeffries uh, with true class and style. There, this is what it looks like to pass the baton from leader to leader, not like it is on the other side of the yeah. aisle. Well, um, Kevin McCarthy's. I earned it. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> but but this is Donald Trump's doing in making mm-hmm. the Republicans cause chaos. And this is what I keep telling every, the audience about Donald Trump running in a Republican primary for the president of the United States. He is in a Republican primary. He is running against Republicans. And what you're seeing now is what we'll see in that race. And it is super important that we politicize every uh, moment. Of. Perry just voted for Biggs. Scott Perry, mm-hmm. the, the the one that um, is likely under criminal investigation for um, the the actual state elector scheme and the January 6th insurrection. Scott mm-hmm. Perry just voted for Biggs, which is not surprising. Another insurrection. So we're up to 16 down, votes. We've 16 got uh, against one- McCarthy. What are we at? 152, 159. We're down to 117 remaining. Okay, so so we're at 152 for McCarthy, 151 for Jeffries now. 116 remaining. Okay. We're tied. McCarthy and Jeffries are tied. Jeffries has now taken the lead. I feel like we're I Jeffries is now taking this is the like lead. A, this is it's like a, like a horse, horse race. race. Yeah. Um Jeffries is now still in the lead at 154, 153. Jeffries. Quickly. Whose phone is going off? I can Jeffries. hear it in here. 
It's not mine. No, I know. I'm saying someone's oh, phone in, in, in the, the chamber. That's yeah. that's crazy because their microphones suck. C-SPAN's yeah. microphones are their room microphones are horrible. Nice. Some Democrats making points um, as they uh, as they vote. One fifty-seven. Here we go. Jeffries, Russian dollar. Fifty-eight. How, how many how many votes do we have left? One hundred nine. No, wait, hold on. One hundred seven. Okay. Yeah. So we still got a broad margin. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know. We we don't know as of right now because of the alphabetical list. We don't know how many Democrats, how many Republicans are left to yeah. vote. It looks like what are we in ours right now? Yeah, Rogers. Rose. Uh, the one I want to I want to watch is Marjorie Taylor Greene and Santos. We still have those on the alphabetical list to vote. Oh yeah. Uh, here's another oh. vote for Biggs. Rosendale oh. voted for Biggs. Wow, Biggs so got seven, 10. Double digits. 17 votes against Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy cannot hold this caucus together at all. He will be the worst speaker if he becomes speaker. If, and that's a big one at this point. Uh, Texas Paul, getting 17 votes against him on the first ballot, I would imagine this is going to go into next week, honestly. Um, if he was, If he was able to fend off and have five or six votes against him he could probably win it sometime today but this is going to take much more negotiation than than negotiating on the house floor and re-voting uh, there's 18 so votes donald's donald's just got a vote donald's donald is that a house member so we're uh, at 18 votes against kevin mccarthy um yeah, it's Donald. See who is Donald? Donald's house. Uh, uh, and it's tied now between McCarthy and Jeffries. Byron Donald, I believe, is who they're referring to. Jeffries. Uh, so Jeffries is taking a lead again. Again, I feel like we're we're um, calling a horse neck. race here. This is this is fun. This right, is a lot are, funner are, than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, sub. We are ninety. You're muted, Texas Paul. By the way, how many seats do we have left unfilled at this point? We have ni- uh, ninety-six. Now, now you have to remember, there's one. There's going to be one less four. vote because there's going to be one less vote that um, because we had a Democrat die between the election and seating. So, oh right, so nine. Um, okay, so so we have actually one less vote. Again, it's neck and neck between McCarthy and Jeffries here um, for the vote. Again, so keeping keeping that one vote in mind. Uh, let's see, 161, 163, 10, 8. McCarthy. Oh, there Santos. we go. Quickly. Did you see him? Yeah. <laughs> he barely got it out, and he's sitting back down. He didn't want that moment on camera, apparently. Nope. He's like, I don't need that. I'm already having a hard enough trouble trying to find my way in the building. So, so, so Santos did vote for Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Which was expected, right? We all assumed. Well, I mean, he is a fraud. So why wouldn't he vote for another fraud? I mean, it makes sense. Snyder. Uh, Jeffries now has a five vote lead. We're in the S's folks. We're in the S's. Jeffries. So keeping in mind, we've got 434 votes. Now, total. now we're at the bottom of the second hour of the show. Um, 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go past this first vote if it goes past the top of the hour, guys. Um, I, I I don't know Texas ball if you can hang with us. If you can, that's oh absolutely. Great. Okay, so we're if, if this vote goes past the top of the hour, we're gonna stay with it, and then I'm I'm gonna show a couple videos and clips that I want um, folks mm-hmm. to see, um, namely the ones of Santos running away in the hallway, and then I also want to show clips <laughs> of Kevin McCarthy running away in the hallway, and then possibly clips from this morning of the infighting that happened after Kevin McCarthy told them to go get fucked um, about their, about their demands. That's why there's 19 votes against McCarthy mm-hmm. because McCarthy did not, he's not giving any concessions for their demands. Uh, Jeffries there was, there was is an, now uh, there was another other vote in there somewhere. Yeah. 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 It was it just, just happened. Um, but there's 175 for Jeffries, 166 for McCarthy. We're looking right now at, Jeffries Simpson. All right, 176. Right now we're looking at 73 votes remaining. And we're pounding through them here. We're going, it's going fast because that the writing is on the wall now. Jeffries. Um, that Kevin McCarthy is not going to be speaker after this first ballot. I mean, even the fact that he lost this first one is embarrassing enough. You know, whatever the outcome of the next votes are, like the fact you can't get the first one and you and you Supposedly control the house. Smith of we're at the Smiths. Now. We're at the Smiths now. We're we're at the Smiths. Uh, we're we're past the Smiths. There's about ten of them, I think. <laughs> Sorensen. <laughs> Jeffries. Soto. I will tell you, folks. There are enough votes sitting out there right now against McCarthy that Jeffries could could conceivably. Throw the last, you know, it looks like he's going to have at least a, what, uh, I mean, he could 14 clear. point, 13 yeah. point lead, 13 I mean, vote we, lead. We, we know, we know he'll at least have 213. We know that for sure. Yeah. And, and, but it'll, the difference, the, what the important, uh, to get to the majority, the 218, he should have enough, you know, the, enough yeah. votes to actually start throwing some into present. And he actually could conceivably become speaker on this vote. I guess so. I think the Republicans um, have screwed up here. Hey, um, um, Gabe, can you, can you pull the picture of Ted Lou yeah, yeah. and make it as a tile and load it in? Um, yeah. So I can show that the folks, Ted Lou actually, um, while, while we're watching here, I can show, um, him eating popcorn because that may be a very critical moment in American history here. Um, as Texas Paul is stressing, um, Democrats could outmaneuver the Republicans here, depending on the alphabetical order and how many votes there are left. Um, and you know, there's someone doing math somewhere, um, mm-hmm. not just Steve Kornacki and Gabe Sanchez. Someone's doing math somewhere, um, to know if there is a way, uh, a path for Jeffries to actually walk away from this, um, as the Speaker of the House, well, I, I I don't think that that's a likelihood. But you know, Republicans lose badly, and they lose with great I mean, flair and style. They, so yeah, when they lose, they lose. Oh baby, yeah, huge. it's huge. huge. It's it's a fantastic win. It was fantastic. It was the best. It was the best loss ever. And, you know, speaking of that, uh, we got 19 votes against. Um, uh, against McCarthy, there's uh, 189 for Jeffries, 184 McCarthy. 
now 190 for Jeffries. So he's got a 10-point lead. Let's check and see. I'm going to check on my phone while we're waiting of when, how Grandpa Poopy Pants, if he's um, – Oh, he's, he's posting about Ruby Freeman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's, wants, going in, he's going in on Ruby Freeman. Yeah, and he's doing the whole QAnon thing, huh? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, well, um, it looks like his last post was um, just an hour ago. I admire you guys for being able to look at Truth Social. I can't do it. I can't do it. I only yeah. look at his account. That's it. I yeah, just yeah. look at his account. That's the only reason why I have it. I mean, maybe I should build a following over there. I don't know. Maybe. You know, it's funny. I tried posting stuff and I get flagged and it says, this is sensitive material. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think the I only have one post over there and I posted, I think I posted a video of him or something or a, a picture of yeah. him and they fucking flagged it. I didn't like it. Uh, so Jeffries now has a 14 point lead as Kevin McCarthy's got 19 votes against him in his caucus. So the Jeffries lead is almost Texas ball. The, the Jeffries lead is almost as big as the deficit, um, the margin that Kevin McCarthy has put together of people in his caucus voting against him. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at it. He would need 11 votes to have gone. If my math is correct to have gone to Biggs or other to be able to do that maneuver. Because, I mean, they're at 213, add five gets you to 218, 219 would be six votes. He would need 11 votes um, to play with where he could send send six into present and become speaker. He really could. So what? Because what you're saying, Texas Ball, is there needs to be six Democrats that vote present. Correct. That that would that would make the because what you have to do is you have to lower the number of House votes, right? Exactly. So by by Akeem Jeffries lowering the number of of House votes, that makes the majority not two eighteen anymore. It Correct. makes it a lower number. So if he can Every reach vote. that number and then have present votes to bring the 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 House um, vote down, but but what could happen, Texas Paul, if Republicans catch on to this, Republicans could also start um, voting. Well, no, that would that would put it in it. That, that would Hakeem Jeffries could be the Speaker of the House in the first yeah, I, ballot. Oh, <laughs> no fucking way! Is that are we are we sure on this? It is, yeah, because a present vote lowers the number of votes in the House. It yeah. doesn't count as many, a vote. Many, it lowers votes, the total number. Right. How All many right, votes so. do we have left, Gabe Sanchez? All right, because me, even I, even with the one Democrat vote um, being deceased, it's st- the majority is still two seventeen right now. That's why I said he needs eleven votes. because we have it won't be two thirteen. It'll be starting at two twelve. Two twelve, uh, you know, he needs six to get to two eighteen. Two eighteen is the majority. So if he brings that bar down with present votes, if he gets right. six people to vote present, that means those votes that he's not getting, he would need what. But he has has to reach a threshold before he starts doing it. We're at 12 votes. Nope. Yeah, we're at 12 votes right now that remain. Uh, And and you notice that the the votes against McCarthy has stopped at 19. Um, It hasn't moved in a a bit. And it it may be because 
I think Texas falls onto something. I think Democrats way outmaneuvered Republicans. They were so concentrated on who was going to vote what that they missed. They missed the possibility here. Yeah, because by my math, it's seventeen votes for Biggs or others leaves them vulnerable Holy to this. Fuck. We are we are down to oh nine my votes. God. Um, if if you're watching on our channel, please please subscribe to the Tony Michaels podcast while you're here. We have a, a, a ton of people tuning in. Uh, don't miss a single uh, episode. We're live every Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Um, I know votes. it's hard to hear. We got the volume down um, on the vote, but uh, we're trying to keep you abreast of what is happening. And Texas Paul oh, is we um, we're getting the final five using the his math brain here to uh, figure out if Hakeem Jeffries can actually mm. pull a hat trick and pull this out. We're at they didn't do it though. They didn't do it though. They didn't do it because we're at two eleven. There aren't the there aren't the yeah. votes out there yeah, to so, vote president. Right. So that so that it's the not final three votes. No? Yeah, two eleven is the Democratic wait, 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 caucus. Hold on. This math doesn't make sense. Two eleven is the Democratic caucus because there's two twelve minus the deceased vote. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. But I've got one remaining vote on here. Two, two, two. Someone 11, may not 10, have voted. Nine. You do not have to vote. Yeah, you do not somebody have to didn't vote. vote because I've already I've already accounted for four thirty four. So Kevin McCarthy uh, humiliated, embarrassed here, um, <clears throat> as he doesn't win the first ballot. There's nineteen votes against him. Um, and he doesn't look like he's going to whip more votes, Texas Paul. Uh, no. It doesn't appear that he's going to go try to whip more votes. Uh, Akeem Jeffries getting more votes on the House floor for Speaker of the House than Kevin yeah. McCarthy. I'm counting 432 votes. That's what I've got. There's 202 for McCarthy, 211 yeah. for Jeffries, uh, 10 uh-huh. uh, bigs, and, and nine, nine others. Other. So I've got 432 on my count, which means that we, even with the 434 count, there's two remaining. So two people didn't vote. Well, one one person didn't vote because no, there's a deceased. No, 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 no. That's already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're four, right. You're right. 434. So we didn't. So, so two people did not vote. Right. In the meantime, uh, I've got that image of Ted. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You get that uh, loaded uh-huh. up? Yeah. Uh, where is. Um, let's see. Where, where, where do you got it? Guys, I'm going to step out for one second while you yeah, pull that up. Here, I'll be right back. Yeah, here's Sounds Ted good. Lou with the popcorn. Ready to go. Early Ready this morning. Go. Had yeah. a bag of popcorn. Uh, Ready you know. to go. Well, that's um that's that's what he handed that's what he had to do. Gabe Sanchez, this mm. is just um what what a day on the house Woo. floor. I want to um let me let me uh turn the sound off on this. I'm going to go to while we're um, waiting on that to happen, yeah, let's uh, let's see. How do I want to do this? I'll, let's uh, see if I can find out who those remaining two people were. Yeah, yeah, you mean the no votes? Because yeah, we yeah. apparently we have two no votes. Because um, you don't have to vote; they don't have to vote on right, the floor. Right. Um, um, as that goes mm-hmm. on, here's here's the video of Santos, mm-hmm. or one of the videos, I should say, of of George Santos, the yeah. absolute fraud. He's a good Republican, though, by the way. I good mean, solid republican well yeah absolutely that's that's this kind of fraud makes you a good republican um so i'm gonna play this here of santos it appears gabe sanchez that he doesn't want to um he doesn't want to answer questions about yeah. his lies and his fraud like most republicans they just flee He's, away look look look, look 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 this is what i'll say i'll say that george santos is 
skiddish this morning. Skiddish, huh? Skiddish. You know? Skiddish. Not as you like skiddish. Skiddish. Uh, yeah. Texas ball. Here's here's the clip. Texas ball from um, George Santos running away from the media. Let's play this. What do you have to say to voters in your district? Any comments on the I have to say, this seems unsustainable to some degree, right? Like, how the fuck is he going to keep I this hope up? Every single day they show up <laughs> with it when he, he's got his little lunch pail in his backpack and he's like, I'm going to the Capitol. And every reporter is asking him <laughs> from the entrance point once they walk through the metal detectors to his office and he gets lost along the way. I want them to continue to ask about his past relationships, his situation in Brazil. I want to ask about uh, uh, the line about him having a brain tumor is not a tumor. He said he had a brain tumor. His mother died multiple times. I want to know in what multiverse George Santos exists. And I want to get the answers as, as, as easily as I can. And the easiest way I know how is people just constantly just hitting him with questions all again and again and again. Yeah. I tell you, they've I, Gabe, Tony, they have created a hell of a mess here, like I was saying earlier, because Brazil really wants to extradite him for this. I mean, yeah. they still have an open case on him. They archived that case when they when he split. They couldn't find him. They archived the case. They are literally contacting the DOJ as of a couple days ago saying, hey, that's our guy. We want to try him. Yeah. That opens up a huge can of worms, if you think about it, because... You know, think about what Trump was trying to do in Ukraine, blackmail them to do anything to help him out politically. Republicans will do that shit. Mm -hmm. You know, they will just get one of their buddy, buddy Russia to Trump up some damn charges on somebody in one of their little satellite fricking countries, you know. And and next thing you know, we've got somebody being extradited to Slovenia. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a real can of worms they've opened up because Biden has to oppose this. He has to oppose the extradition, if you think about it. As much as I'm sure he would love to send George Santos to Brazil, he has to tell his attorney general, we can't open this can of worms. Um, I want to go to a quick clip here of the House floor when the first vote was open, because we are going to have a second vote. It's probably not going to happen in our show today, but you can go to C-SPAN um, and, um, and and just go to C-SPAN. Um, just Google it. You'll be able to go to and watch the House floor if you want to watch the House floor live. That's where I was watching it with C-SPAN. Um, but here is a clip from the House floor. This is Jim Jordan. After the first vote, he goes to Kevin McCarthy. And they start deliberating. Um, <clears throat> it looks like it looks like Jim Jordan is going to try to whip for Kevin McCarthy. Watch. Mm-hmm. Here you see uh, Jim Jordan. He makes a move down to Kevin McCarthy. Now I'm no rip lip reader. 
Um, but what it looks like they're doing is deliberating on whipping votes. This is what happens on the House floor. That's why I was saying after Kevin McCarthy lost, I'm surprised he wasn't um, backslapping some people to whip votes. Um, that's politics is a lot of backslapping. Back to George Santos' story. Um, Gabe Sanchez, there was a Daily Beast article, because I know this Brazil thing mm-hmm. is a big deal, but what the fuck is this uh, This goddamn attorney? Uh, <laughs> what is this attorney down in Miami? What the hell is it? It has to do with the, the finances, because that's how the feds are going to get this motherfucker, is follow right. the money. So that's the one, and there's way, there's so much this I'm not even all the way into. But there is an attorney in uh, in Florida, right, who I guess gave massive campaign loans that supposedly are not so legal as we've learned everything about George Santos. It, it, did it did he put it in like family names or some shit or so there's the there so basically it's the has already admitted using cash for his company and the Devolder organization because his Devolder organization is George Santos. George Anthony Santos or George Anthony Devolder Santos is the full name. I forget which which combination you want to use on which day of the week it is. But <laughs> basically, there was a move of kind. Uh, there was a move of money that went uh, in the in the amount of seven hundred thousand dollars, which um, finance experts are saying has added up to an unlawful uh, corporate contribution. So the Daily Beast had an article. That you can easily just go look up if you just type in George Santos, you'll find everything on him. <laughs> but basically, all I mean, the lies and all the truth. Beast, maybe look, I just want to say this: like, if you thought uh, uh, Herschel Walker was like the best or the the number one liar in America, holy shit, George Santos has put him to shame. And the Daily Beast again has covered this top leading story of this of this Republican candidate uh, and now Republican. I'm, uh, I'm glad you brought Herschel Walker into this. I mean, there's me, no let way me ask you, can let me ask not. You, I mean, do yeah. you think the Republicans actually deputize fakely, fraudulently, uh-huh. Herschel Walker with this fake badge to go fake arrest George Santos? Do you think that's a thing? I, I mean, mean, who knows? They, they might try to use it as a win to be like, look, our own I'm guy arrested our own I'm guy. Saying, this would only make sense to have a fake arrest of a fake congressman with a fake badge and a fake person who right. ran fakely for the united states what's Senate the, in Georgia. What, what's the what's the like the the most popular drink in brazil mm, i have no santa idea. orange okay well in this care in this situation george santos said hold my fanta orange to herschel <laughs> walker because that honestly is what came out of this i mean herschel walker told all these lies documented on video in in interviews everything yeah, but and this then George attorney, Santos came in and was like, aha, let me just one-up you by a lot. Yeah, but this attorney, because I know the Brazil thing seems cool because it's international, but let me tell you something about the Department of Justice, and Texas Paul will probably back me up on this. If the Department of Justice gets involved in criminal investigation, there's no fucking way they're going to extradite this motherfucker to Brazil. Those <laughs> Brazil, If he gets federal charges, he is not going to Brazil. Brazil is just has an open investigation into him, yeah. and they know that he's in the United States. That is it. Because if the DOJ um, has a grand jury indict him on federal charges, especially if it has anything to do with these campaign funds and this money with this lawyer down in, um, in, in, in Miami, this motherfucker, he claims to be some kind of billionaire. He claims to be rich. Why, right. why, Gabe Sanchez, are all the dumbest 
people have so much money. Why? Because this guy was tweeting about this stuff, just incriminating himself even more. And, and yeah, just, so yeah, he was yeah, so threaten yeah. to sue people and all kinds of yeah. shit. So it's not the first time either. So this guy, uh, I've got to look up his full name, but uh, Ru- Ru- Ruiz, Ruiz, uh, hey. the yeah, yeah. So uh, it's an influential family in Florida. Um, I like that influential. Yeah, influential is how the daily is how the Daily Beast throws it out there. But I guess you know, working with there's there's there are documents that you can see online. You know, despite the fact that this guy Ruiz is on uh, is on Twitter having spats with people, having feuds, people with with people that we know, he's having public public tantrums. And this guy's like, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue this person. Meanwhile, he's going to sue members of our audience. Even other other lawyers, <laughs> other lawyers come into uh, the thread I want John and they're like, Ruiz to sue me. Uh, let's see if we can get him to sue they, me. I don't know. They uh, they they come into the thread guy? and these other lawyers are like, okay, I don't know what type of law this guy practices, but no, th- the things that he's claiming that he can sue people for are not actually real. And I guess this guy has a, this is the guy uh, a history here, right? of this. This is the guy here, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I do you know anything about this, Texas Paul? Do you know anything about? Yeah, this? It's, here's the thing. You know, as a person, you you're limited in your contributions. PACs can make more than can 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 even if you're not coordinating a PAC doing something on your behalf. If they loan you money something like that, they have to act in a usual standard business manner. So if if Santos got a loan, he's not making payments on it, that pack must send you to collections to try to get that loan paid back. Right. They or can't they it, can't just hold that. They can't just hold that note, right? Just because right. they just because you're not paying. Because yeah, that legally, the FEC says that legally turns into a campaign contribution. Which right, because it's not cannot. a loan, it's a gift because you're not requiring them to pay it exactly. back. Exactly. Anything, is what a loan is. any situation. If you've got somebody hosting your website and you don't pay them in a normal fashion for as anybody else in the business world would pay somebody for hosting a website, that will become a gift to you and a campaign contribution. It's just the way the law works. And well, that's right, that's what the, got Santos tripped up on this. Because the FEC can't de- can't determine the difference between you never paying your bill and them giving you a gift, right? So, in other words, right. um, like um, if the this John Ruiz here, uh, who has a blue check mark because he uh, paid Elon eight bucks. I'm not shitting you. This is fucking real, right here. He paid eight, eight Elon Musk eight bucks a month to have his. Yeah. So, if, so if he if he was running for office, right, I'm just I'm just, just then, a well, scenario other, here, and and and, and, uh, and he didn't pay Elon, but Elon kept his check. Then it's a campaign contribution from Elon. You can't have well, that the other, kind of stuff. You can't the have other that. The thing look. that Kalen just reminded me of, one of the people that he uh, threatened to sue was Ty. Because oh, Ty wrote yes. an article about him and his dealings and these documents and all this stuff. It's pretty funny. Like, if you go through and you just find this guy, I'm sure you'll be able to look up uh, up the, the back and forth. And again, other lawyers were in there being like, you, you don't know... What are you talking about? You cannot sue for what you claim. <laughs> you have nothing, especially if what they're talking about is true. The best part is he's not even business holding with. He's not even blue he, checked. He's not even blue checked for. 
He's not even blue checked for being an attorney. Here, here's he's even he's even going after Dara, which she's a she's on Twitter um, because she retweeted something. I think is that why? What? Here, here, I, yeah, here that's why attorneys her. say. That's why attorneys tell you never. If somebody says I'm gonna sue you, never worry about that yeah. ever, ever. Ever because, because no attorney, <laughs> yeah, because no attorney that knows anything will ever announce to you, I'm gonna sue you. No, right. they, they just they fucking sue you, right? They actually, you're an attorney, you find out you're getting sued when, when the guy knocks on your door. Yes, I have these right. documents for you. you know? Yeah, are you so and so? Great, you've been served. The other thing that's funny about this is that, uh, he, he said he had sent Dara an email. And Dar responded, she's like, I don't have any of my public emails out there. Like, I've scrubbed the internet with that stuff. So I don't know who you emailed, but it definitely wasn't me. And I don't have anything <laughs> in my inbox. So keep uh, trying. Here, here he is. Here he is. Um, here he is responding to her. Of course, he's digging a hole. Like, yeah. most attorneys, <clears throat> if it comes to legal shit, that's the other thing an attorneys will do is shut the fuck up. If, if an attorney... if if an attorney has a client that is going to sue another person, yeah. they tell them, shut the fuck up. Don't say anything about it in public. So never when an attorney who's going to sue someone go on a tirade on Twitter about how they're going to sue someone. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, here's mm -hmm. here's Dara. I look forward to getting sued for checks, notes, replying to a tweet. <laughs> 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 just totally owning this attorney at law blue checked blue checked attorney at law uh john ruiz and he says make sure you hire ari because um ari Cohn. i don't want to get off on the weeds in this but you keep talking about the blue checks did you hear talking about blue checks did you hear about the giant dump cat turd took on elon musk <laughs> yes i don't want to get diverted i don't i don't that no, was beautiful hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. That was hilarious. He's like, oh, I'm being canceled by Elon Musk. And Elon Musk, like, responds to that motherfucker. I don't understand. Which one he, Cat, Cat Turd says, who the fuck would want to buy an electric car anyways? And Elon Musk is like, excuse me? <laughs> Wait, Cat Turd went against Elon Musk? When did yes. I oh, yeah. Up? Hang on, hang on. Let me pull it up. Oh, we're we're past the second hour. But this is worth it. I don't want to get sidetracked on this. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 just, no, no, no. Hey, hey, we are here for Kevin McCarthy losing, losing um, the first ballot in 100 years. Uh, mm -hmm. We're here for George Santos is a fucking fraud. And we are here for Cat Turd turning on Elon Musk. That is so what we I are just, here for. I just, uh, whenever they hold it, because I'm, I'm following live on the House uh, floor yes. right now. Um, they haven't so gone back to they haven't, it's everyone is just talking and, and whatnot. So keep in mind that the last vote took roughly 45 minutes from to start get to through, finish from from the start of the call of the vote mm -hmm. to the end final vote. So it took about 45 minutes, max 50 minutes. So just keep that in mind. If you watch later on today, uh, it'll probably take you less than an hour. Good. I mean, I don't see it going longer than that. I think each time it'll get quicker and quicker as they decide who the final but roughly around 45 minutes is uh is what the, I, what the votes will take i don't know who this person is but they had a screen shot of that elon tweet i just sent it to you but it's just freaking hilarious because you know remember cat turd was 
Yeah, I mean, remember, Catchard is the person who believes there was a conspiracy with Nancy Pelosi holding her phone and says, look, the screen is black, busted. And everyone's like, it's called a proximity sensor, Well, that's because that's because the account is called Cat Turd. Really? Yeah. Are we fucking... It's well, it's ridiculous it's, that this is the right wing's uh, newsmaker is cantered. Yeah. Now here's here's the um here's I, the image. Yeah, I don't know who this person is that sent this tweet out. So don't connect if they're fucking awful or something like that. Don't connect me to them. But, but it was just the first the one I came screen, off with this image. This is the actual screenshot. Uh, imagine yeah. uh, cat turd and, and cat turd tweets with um, its blue check mark. Right. Yeah. Well, that he you know, paid for. Right. Do, do you think he pays in? In dirty kitty litter or actual money? Um, Cat Turd says, imagine believing electric cars are good for the environment and laughing. And then Elon Musk responds. Elon Musk. Wait, Elon Musk is a Cat Turd simp. That is mm-hmm. where we're at. The guy who owns Twitter it was is one a of the, one of the first one of the first interactions that Jesus Elon had coming Christ. back onto Twitter no, and taking idiot. over to be like, oh, yeah, I will personally look into your shadow ban problem. Well, and that's that's the little bit of the cat turd drama here. And I don't mean to close on cat turds on the show, but it is some drama because cat turd um, over the weekend was upset that he's he's being shadow banned or some shit. Again, I guess. And it, and um, it's a look. Guy, you're not getting you're not getting shadow banned, okay? Especially under Elon Musk. Now the only I problem am. is that well, it could be. I mean, like especially here. I'll say this: if you're on the right. You're not getting shadow banned, okay? Those people have had their any sort of any sort of search uh, ban or shadow ban or other sort of like filtering going on. They've definitely had those things popped off, and everyone is is got like a, a modified muffler on their car going down the street. It's annoying as fuck, and it's loud, and that's what's happening. But these people aren't being suppressed in any way. They're I probably as loud, if not louder, than they've ever been. And they continue to complain about these things. Yeah, they're fucking pussies. Um, I, I, I do, I do want to bring up one more story before we go. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't mean to end on cat turd and then uh, switch to a serious note here. But last night during Monday Night Football, um, I think it was in the first quarter. I was not watching the game. Um, his, um, I don't want to get his name wrong. I, I don't know football that well right now. Um, it is uh, Hamill, Ham, Ham. What's his name? What's the Lamar football Hamlin? player? Yeah, Lamar Hamlin. No, uh, Lamar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin. He went for a tackle and um, he he got hit in the chest. Mm-hmm. Now the video shows if you watch it. A lot of people aren't are saying don't show it online, um, but I mean it, it is what it is. It was on live TV. What are you going to do? Yeah, it wasn't a dirty hit or anything like yeah. that. No, it was no, no, nothing. No. It no. really wasn't even a hard hit per yeah. se, um, in that it didn't look that hard. Now, it was um, fucking hard, but it wasn't unord- inordinary. I mean, right. it was- now he stood up almost immediately um, mm-hmm. after the play, and then um, he he looked like he was audible, like he was speaking, and then um, he went lifeless. 
his heart stopped is what happened. Um, there was some sort of cardiac event. Um, there was a lot of speculation this morning online and even in the media about what kind of cardiac event it could be. Um, there are a few events that it could possibly be. But, of course, these fucking shit boxes on the right. Yeah. Charlie straight, Kirk is one of them. Yes. Well, that's why I wanted to bring this up because Charlie Kirk is a shitbag here. Um, now I get they did um, CPR. I fucking hate and they, that guy talks to our kids. Yeah, they, fucking yeah. yeah. It, uh, well, then that could be a whole another fifteen minutes. But um, on the field, they did CPR. The medical staff did CPR, and apparently they uh, they defibbed him right there on the field to try mm. to uh, keep him alive because. Now, his heart was not beating, so they were trying everything they could. That's not exactly he, true. I don't mean to correct you, but that's not true. He went into AFib. It's if like if every once in a while in the major leagues you'll see somebody get hit with a baseball and they'll go down. Your heart, the upper left ventricle, I believe it is, will go into AFib from the sh- from the hit, and you're not pumping blood. Your heart's just freaking out and quivering. So they defibrillated him to get his heart into a regular rhythm again. Right, because it went out of it went out of a crazy. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, and oh, that, yeah, they did CPR and. They used the AED on and, it. And I think it was I think it was 10 minutes they did it there on the field. Um, and of course, surrounded by all the players. Now, the, the most disgusting thing I think that is the narrative here is uh, at first, at first, at the first mention of this, everyone seems to be bringing up the game. Who gives a rat's ass about the NFL or the fucking game? Really, frankly, um, if if the NFL wants to be responsible here, and the statement from them I thought was fucking gross. I thought it was fucking gross. The first thing they talk about is postponing the game. And the last part of the statement is about postponing the game. They didn't give a shit about anything but their fucking profits. And and that that really is the story here. And the, and the reason why a lot of these, these uh, professional athletes, especially in professional football, are ending their careers on their own early because they are not being protected. They just aren't. Um, and and, and this may be another example of that. Me and Gabe were chatting about it last night that, you know, um, we, we haven't known about CTE that long in comparison to how long professional football has been right. going on. And these guys have had CTE, but the equipment has changed over time and they're still changing the equipment, which makes it easier for these guys to, to injure each other uh, in the game. And really I'm a fan of football. I've been a fan of American football as, as if, if we have people around the world watching um, for a long time, I like college football. Uh, it's probably my favorite over professional football. But I'll tell you, these kids are starting earlier, hitting mm-hmm. um, with this type of equipment, hitting harder, being trained to hit harder. Um, I, I actually believe, and, and I know this is going to piss a lot of people off, but the game has to change. These, these, these players are going to be injured. They're going to continue to get these injuries. And I know this is this is some kind of anomaly where he right. was hit with his heart and the rhythm. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, folks, if you want football, the game has to change because mm-hmm. we can't have these professional athletes giving away their their two or three years and their entire right. for two and that's, or three that's years even, for their entire that's, lives. And the, the, other, the big thing there you have to remember is that's even assuming those players have made it into the NFL. You're not talking about the four years during, or, you know, uh, let's say four years before high school, four years into high school, four years in college. I mean, just last year, this is what I was telling Tony last night. I was like, just last year were players, you know, the Supreme Court decision to say, yes, players should be paid, right? We have to remember that colleges, the monopoly that is college sports, especially college football, is able to make money hand over fist on top of athletes and their health and well being 
just to run them into the ground. And that's assuming sometimes for up to five years, depending on the red shirt. Yeah, exactly. So then you've got that. And then that's assuming that, okay, let's go into the NFL. And at that point, now you've got someone who wasn't paid for four years, breaking down bones, knees, shoulders, wrists, like what have you to then hope they're in okay condition to go into the NFL and be recruited, which again is a very small percentage of a large population of people who are actually playing. So it's one of those things. It's like, even if you get in the NFL, that's again, that's a small group of another small group of people that, you know, weren't injured, weren't hurt. But again, just making sure that somebody gets compensated at some point for potentially lifelong injuries or health problems that they experienced during one of those periods that they were playing, you know? Well, and if we want yeah. this type of, if we want this type of entertainment, I'm going to give you a chance here to take this ball. If we want this type of entertainment to continue um, high school football, college football, uh, professional football, we have, we have to, as fans, I believe um, have, have the, the health and well being of these players in mind. And this game, especially the expectation of the game has to change um, years ago. They didn't actually throw the football. I don't know if anyone knows this, but they did not. They did not throw the football, um, and the game changed, and every everyone was okay with it. It can change again. It is not something that we are we are not we can't do. Well, on that note, both you and Gabe are saying. I just want to continue on. With it. Yeah, the game has changed. It has right. changed. If you had people playing the way they did, like, you know, Franco Harris just passed away. He was, I love that guy. I had a poster of him over my bed, kneeling with his hand on his helmet. His nose is ripped. I mean, because it's just, they used to be brutal about gouging and everything, you know, but they weren't as big, strong, and fast as they are today. The science that's going into these people and what Gabe was saying to expand on what Gabe was saying about, you know, you get the tighter and tighter pool till you get to the pros. The pros are literally the best of the best in every position. And they are physically, these players are as physically strong and fast and agile as any human being can become. Mm -hmm. So you take a look at this hit. It was not an extraordinary hit. It was just, it caught him in the left side of his chest with a shoulder. It wasn't dirty. It wasn't wrong. It's a hit that's repeated over and over and over again. And actually, and he, initi- he initiated the hit because he was tackling the person. Tackling, yeah. Right. Yeah. And and you're right. The game does has to change, but it's got to change financially. There needs to be a fund established that both the players contribute mm-hmm. to and this league contributes to for people that who are injured, mm-hmm. that that lose their career early, can tap into to have yeah. a a life afterwards. You know, I mean, this may very well end this young man's career at 24. Right. What well, now? And, and 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 you know, um, that being the point too, I, we see a lot of um, players leaving the NFL in certain positions where they are at risk of getting hit numerous times over and over and over, and not wanting to give away their entire life um, or the the remainder of their life to some of these injuries that aren't seen, that you do not see. It's invisible injuries that that aren't but that aren't apparent. The best of the best will tell you that's why they pay us. They will. They will tell you that's what those paychecks are for. It's it's coarse. It's hard. It's harsh to say, but it is the truth. These guys go into the league knowing the average person stays in the league two years, mm-hmm. two. The vast majority of people fall out of the league 
immediately. In the first six months or so, they're not big enough, fast enough, strong enough. They end up going to a practice team. They end up going to play in Canada or Europe or someplace like that. And you never hear from them, from them again, you know, but, but the ones that do stay, look at JJ Watt. That is a young man, right? He is a young man. And he his his football career is over. Now he's a big pretty some bitch. He will end up on camera. <laughs> he's well spoken. He will end up on camera with a microphone in his hand. But talk about what what Gabe was saying earlier about the pool shrinking. You know we cannot have fifty three men from every squad becoming commentators. There's just not room for them. Yeah. Right. You know, so we have, you're right, Tony, you're absolutely right. Financially, we, there has to be a change. I don't think physically you can stop this. I mean, if he had an extra inch of padding on his chest, maybe, I don't know. I don't well, know. I, I, again, I know it's an anomaly, but it only points out the fact that the NFL, um, it, they have they have no compassion for their players. I know, I know they said in their statement they were in communication with the players union and shit like that, but their number one focus was whether that fucking game was postponed or not. And that, that yeah. game didn't matter a shit's bit of difference in the moment or right now or tomorrow or the next day as that guy fights for his fucking life. As he fights for his life, he he did it happened on the football field on live TV. Their their immediate reaction should have been postpone the game to hell with the game. Let's make sure this this fucking player is alive when this when when this stadium empties. And that should have been their focus. And and that just again, we live in a capitalist society though, and profit margins are the number one fucking focus. And Roger Goodell's focus was how is this going to affect our profit margin? Is it going to hurt our bottom line or is it going to help us? How are we going to make this help us? And that's the sick part about, that's the sick part about some of these, um, how these uh, athletes are treated. Um, and, and again, it's entertainment, but at, at what expense and at what expense of theirs. So, you know, as a fan, you know, you have to consider this, that that the people that you're watching entertain you, they're fucking humans. They got family. They got they got goals. They got lives. I mean, these are people. These are real fucking people. They're just not avatars for your enjoyment. Um, so so keep that in mind when you're considering and doing commentary about the fucking game. Rather, you're going to do the really stupid thing about vaccines or or you're going to talk about how much of this, this guy was a wimp or some shit like that. Like this guy didn't play right or something. Apparently this guy is one of the best players from Pitt. Um, he, he was in Pittsburgh and um, I'm, I'm going to go to uh, real quick to the house floor um, here. I just sent you a link to uh, it expands on what you were talking about and what the NFL was thinking. Uh, that's from Skip Bayless. Uh, if you if you follow football, you know who Skip Bayless is and it just hor- horrific take on Devin Hamlin. Here is their official uh, account. It looks like they're going to go to a. Um, looks like they're going to go to uh, the second ballot. Jim Jordan receives six. Look at that face. Jim <clears throat> of the state of Indiana has received one. <clears throat> the Honorable Lee Zeldin of the state of New York has received one. Honorable Nothing honorable Florida about Lee Zeldin. The state of Florida has received one. No persons having received a majority of the whole number of votes cast by surname, a speaker has not been elected. 
following the procedure used by the House in 1923 and recorded in Canon's Precedents, Volume 6, Section 24, the clerk is prepared to direct the reading clerk to call a roll anew. For what purpose does the gentleman from Ohio seek recognition? I rise to nominate Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House. See, I told you earlier that uh, Jim Jordan was going to be um, whipping votes here, and that's that's what uh, Kevin McCarthy and Jim Jordan were up to. Uh, for uh, you listening, this is Jim Jordan nominating <laughs> Kevin McCarthy. Um, so he's basically giving, trying to give his six votes uh, to McCarthy here. Yeah, and that's going to take the wind out of Matt Gates' sails and the whole Andy Biggs thing right there. The gentleman is recognized. Uh, thank you, Madam Clerk. Um, I think we have three objectives this Congress. Three fundamental things we have to get done. In laptop, the laptop, laptop. First, pass the bills that fix the problems. We created the problems and we're going to pass the bills that fix the problems. They won't even vote for the bills that they say the problems are. Get the fuck out of here. Record debt and a government that has been weaponized against we the people, against the very people. Everyone's worried about George Santos being a liar. What the fuck? You're worried about George Santos being a liar? You got this guy lying his ass off. And I hope my Democrat colleagues will join me. No, they're really not going to join you in voting for but Kevin McCarthy, you fool. And if they don't, and if Chuck Schumer says, no, we're not going to take up that legislation that we pass. And if Joe Biden won't sign it, so be it. Hey, to, Jim Jordan realizes how our government works. Second, second, <laughs> we can never, ever let a bill like the one that passed 12 days ago. One point seven trillion dollars. We can never, ever let that kind of legislation pass again. They never want to pass legislation to help the American people. You heard it from Jim Jordan right here on the Tony Michaels podcast. It looks like Jim Jordan's going to nominate Kevin McCarthy. We'll see if someone steps up and nominates uh, Andy Biggs. If you want to watch it, go to C-SPAN. Watch the continued coverage there. Um, it, I'm, I'm glad this happened on Tuesday, Texas Paul, for you to join us. Everyone, mm -hmm. go follow Texas Paul's YouTube channel on YouTube. Just type in Texas Paul. You'll You'll find his YouTube channel. Go follow him. Make sure to follow us here on the Tony Michaels podcast. You don't want to miss a single episode of the show. Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific. We're back on a regular schedule. No more holidays for the foreseeable future. You're going to have to listen to me five days a motherfucking week. And I'm two back full from COVID. hours. That's right. We're good. Are you are you 100%? Are you like 90? I got a I'm I got a test today, but I'm pretty sure it's oh, okay. negative. Good. This this good. weekend it was a very 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 faint How's that pregnancy positive. test coming? Is it negative? It's a very 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 oh, strong okay. positive. All right. Whoa. <laughs> What? You're pregnant? Oh, my God. We're hearing it right here. Breaking news. All right, everybody, um, stay tuned. Uh, make sure to download every single episode on Apple, Spotify, Google. Thanks for joining us today on our day back from our holiday break of the New Year's. I hope your New Year's was great. Until tomorrow, same time, same place. Surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. 
Murphy's Meal Barn, head ass speaking.